Friday Happy Hour with Jesse Belvin. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode six of the Friday Happy Hour. I'm Jesse Belvin, and uh, I'm, I'm really fired up about this episode. You know, we've got a very special guest, uh, one of my good friends out in uh, the Colorado, kind of like the Denver area. Uh, and, you know, I've known this guy for a couple years now, and, you know, I have a feeling that you guys are going to really, really love this episode at home. Uh, my good friend Sheridan went, you know, he's, um, what can I say? You know, he started in the Navy. Uh, I actually had the privilege of meeting him in an industry that you'll kind of notice is a pattern with a lot of the guests we bring on the network marketing industry. Uh, this was a, this was actually a, a kid who was living in San Diego. I was super jealous of him getting a kick in on the beach and just, just kill network marketing. And, um, you know, after the last couple of years, I, I kind of lost touch with a lot of people in that industry, but, uh, you know, Sheridan called me up and, uh, once again, making me jealous, uh, he had gotten into this, this industry that I've, I've always thought was really cool. And uh, he's kind of figured it out to really just go out there and uh, become a serial serial investor. Uh, when I when I got to talk to him about that, and, and obviously let him finish kind of the the gaps and where I missed out on on his intro. But uh, when I started talking to him, he he said, you know, I just decided one day I wanted to uh, wanted to have my my money work for me and, and go out and I just pay pay my money and and it do its thing. So I thought that was the coolest the coolest thing I'd ever heard in my life. Uh, and so anyways, guys, uh, Sheridan Wayne, I'm going to, I'm going to let him kind of fill in some gaps, but we're super excited about him taking time out of his right now night, uh, to, to jump on the Friday happy hour and, and drop some value. So Sheridan, feel free, man, fill in some gaps and, and give our, uh, our listeners kind of a, kind of a glance to your personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for that intro. That was awesome. Um, basically, uh, like, like Jesse said, I started off in the Navy right out of high school. I did uh, IT work for them and... I liked the IT work side of it, but I didn't like the uh, the politics and the, the the lack of training and lack of you know real leadership. I kind of had this theory that all the people who can't cut it in IT, they just stay in the Navy and then they end up becoming your boss one day because they didn't they were too scared to get out. So anyway, that's my take on the Navy. <laughs> but if you, if you guys ever want to talk about that, hit me up. But so. I got out of the Navy. While I was in the Navy, I was still I was doing network marketing. I was uh, working with a skincare company, and that's how I met Jesse. And I met a lot of people actually in network marketing, and it was just great. And a lot of the deals that I've done actually have come to fruition from the people that I connected with there. So you'll hear me talk about it a little bit, um, but not a lot. I'm not pitching anything. I'm not. I don't do. Uh, not actively building any network marketing company, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> And then and I started looking around uh, on how I, I really, uh, I think what triggered everything was I went to a Robert uh, Kiyosaki, a rich dad seminar, and we started playing cash flow. And I decided one day I'm going to master this game. And I, I, I killed it in the game, the board game. And now I'm just taking that same stuff and I'm doing it in real life. That's it. Absolutely incredible. And, you know, something that, that Sheridan kind of touched on is, you know, your net worth is really like the, the quality and size of your network. And I can I can speak firsthand, um, you know, and a lot of the stuff my, my wife and I are working on are really just based off of the relationships that, that like, like Sheridan said, we've kind of uh, found in the network marketing industry. So very awesome. Um, I, I If you guys haven't played the Rich Dad uh, cash cash flow game online. It's absolutely awesome. 
Uh, Sheridan kicked my butt the last time we played, so definitely something you guys would want to check out. But um, Sheridan, you know, you 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 know, you were in the Navy, you killed it in network marketing, then you kind of got into um, investing. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about your aha moment, like the moment where you're like, okay, wait a second, this isn't just like, you know, one of these, I, I don't know, one of these pipe dreams, but I can actually do this. I can actually put my money into something and it, and it really, uh, come back, you know, double, triple, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first time I, <laughs> I think probably my favorite aha moment was the first time that I realized I could buy a house for free. And I'll explain what I mean by that. <laughs> I was sitting, uh, I was playing cash flow. I was sitting in my apartment. I had, uh, I just got out of the Navy. I moved to Colorado with this girl I was dating. That didn't turn out so well. So I had no place to stay, no friends, no job, nothing. And I had gone home for New Year's. And one of my best friends was also in a bad situation. So I invited him to come with me. So what we did, we, we got the cheapest, dirtiest apartment you could get. And even lied about how much income I made like and, and played it down a lot so that they would give us this super awesome discount. And we split it like three ways. We saved up all of our money, or at least I did, for 12 months straight. And I was uh, I was playing cash flow, and I was like, I'm gonna, I need to get a house. I need to buy a house because I don't have any assets. And the only way for me to move on and stop wasting money every month on rent is to get a house. So that was my first step, and I... And I applied and I talked to somebody and because I had been in the military it was uh I qualified for a VA loan and there's zero down on that so uh when I realized I could get my first house for free I was like what are all my friends in the military doing right now with their lives everyone who's in active duty right now should have a house if you don't have a house and you listen to this and you were or are still in the military go buy one right now because you can get it for free man Zero money down, the lowest interest rates you can possibly get because you're a vet. I mean, it's great. Just go do it. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. So was there um, – so you, you started off, uh, you know, for everyone listening at home, you went out, you, you purchased your first home. Uh, you did things the right way. I, I love that, how you and a roommate got in a small apartment. You know, I see so many, especially network marketers, Forexers, different people getting into, they try to fake the funk, look like they're living bigger than they are. And and really, it's it's kind of like the millionaire next door uh, type of attitude that really uh, can, can kind of set you apart from everybody else. I love that. You know, you got into an apartment, you did things the right way. And, uh, you know, I'll make sure I tell my, my sister, she's getting ready to graduate, uh, from basic training from the Naval, uh, from, from the Navy. And, uh, I'll make sure I tell her about the, uh, the housing, uh, deal that you guys get the hookup on. So was there any, anything more as far as like kind of transitioning into some of the bigger stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was working a job, so I finally got to get the house. I had to, I had to have an income, um, which is all I really needed to qualify. So it was kind of silly. So I got a job just so I qualified for the house. And as soon as I bought the house, like before I even moved in, I had the whole basement rented out so that all the bills were paid and I hadn't even moved in yet. And then I moved in and the job that I had, I didn't really like it that much. Uh, not because of what I was doing, because it was pretty cool, but it was like uh, they had me doing some uh, a schedule I didn't want to do. But basically, um, I got fired, man. I got fired from that job because I didn't want to work on weekends. And I was like, you know what? This is another aha moment for me. I just don't need to be grinding, working a job that I don't want to work. 
if I'm going to work, I'm going to do something that I want to do for myself. And it was funny because while I was working at the job, I always, I always see people who quit their jobs and they don't have anything back, no backup plan, no income, no nothing. I don't recommend that. man. I, I, mm-hmm. I was working and while I was working my butt off, I was setting up my next deal, my first deal really. And I was trying to buy, I was looking for another house to buy, another property. And I ended up, my girlfriend at the time sent me a link to like a vending machine route where you could buy a route and then you had to drive the route. Well, I didn't want to do that, but I, I started looking instead for businesses to buy instead of a house. And then I was like, man, I can get a business cheaper than I could pay for a house and it would cash flow more than a house. Some of these are some pretty good deals. I need to check these out and I need to start looking at how I can get a business instead of buying another property. If it's going to cash flow more, why wouldn't I do it? So I started looking around. I found a good deal. It was a spa that uh, is a pretty sweet deal. Mm-hmm. And the lady just wanted to retire. She was trying to move. She was pregnant. There's all, she had a million reasons and she was motivated. And that's when you know you can get a good deal if you got a motivated seller. Um, so I was looking. Uh, then it was the financing. I had to figure out how to finance the whole deal. And so I'm looking around and no banks will loan you money for an acquisition of another business, especially if your company that you're trying to buy it with has no income history. So then I was like, man, I need to make an income history for myself so I can start getting approved uh, and not use my own personal credit. So anyway, I got approved for the loan to acquire this company um, right before I, I, I got fired, like two weeks before I got fired. I had already been approved and they said, all right, man, you're fired. And I was like, you know what? perfect. <laughs> in two weeks, I closed on this deal. So that's what I did. Uh, I went from, I got fired to, I was CEO and it was great. And I owned this spa and it was amazing. It was a great feeling. So that's, that's kind of how I transitioned from, I'm going to buy a house to now I own a business. This is absolutely incredible. Like I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually sitting here and like, I feel like I'm listening to this, uh, taking notes because this is really awesome. Uh, so for any of you guys that are wondering kind of you know, how you go about starting a traditional business, uh, that's that's kind of how you do it. And, you know, one of the things that Sheridan keeps mentioning that I, I really think is is worth noting is that every time he has a question, every time he has like, well, I wonder how I do that, he goes and he finds the answer. He doesn't say, well, I don't know how to do that, so that's going to get in my way. I, I, I guess I can't go forward with my, with my goals and my dreams. He's literally like, no, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to find out the answer. And, and, and I can speak firsthand and say that that is something that has prevented me from doing certain things is me saying, well, I don't really know how to do this, so I guess I can't do this when really I don't know how to do this, so I need to go figure it out. So Sheridan, I think that that is really awesome, man. Um, We're going to kind of transition. You know, a lot of people out there, uh, you know, we attract a lot of parents, obviously, uh, that listen to this podcast, but but pretty much all, all different types of people listen listen to this podcast, uh, and everyone starts different. Everyone's got a different you know uh, journey. They start you know they have more success. They they fall on their face. Uh, we know that there's a roller coaster. Some people are comparing this roller coaster uh, of entrepreneurship to to Bitcoin. I, I love that. Uh, but uh, if if you uh, yourself can look back on your journey and you say, okay, listen. I've had my ups, I've had my downs. Why don't you tell the listeners at home about one of the lowest moments for you in your journey to entrepreneurship? Uh, the, probably one of the lowest, I'll, I'll tell you two. Well, the first one I already told you, actually. It's the when I was in that apartment, that dirty apartment, man, 
just grinding, working, saving money. It was a, it was a 12 month come up, and that's what it was. I, I had my 12 month lease there, and I was like, when I'm done here, um, I'm going to get my first asset, you know? So that was probably, uh, I consider that my lowest moment. Um, my next one that I wanted to bring up, because it's not just, uh, you know, roses and chocolate candy or whatnot. Once you make it or once you buy a company, then all of a sudden now you own a company. You've got a company to run. You're responsible for other people's lives, their finances, their everything, their paycheck, their livelihood, so, um, and their lifestyle, depending on how you work them and you schedule them. So it, it, you really have a big influence in other people's lives. So the moment, another low moment for me was when I realized that the spa was going to take up more time than I was prepared to commit to it. Uh, when I realized that what they really needed was they needed a manager there and the way that I financed the deal, I wasn't going to be able to pay a manager and I was going to have to go work there uh, to, to do that for me to still make the income and the return I wanted. When I realized it was going to take more of my time, that's when I decided I need to find something else. This brick and mortar business model is not my thing. Absolutely. You know, and, and one of the things that I learned, and it's kind of why I actually even looked at network marketing to begin with, I think a lot of people that are in that industry or have been in that industry can relate to, is, you know, we hear when you own a traditional business, a lot of times it ends up owning you. And Sheridan kind of kind of touched on that in the sense that, hey, listen, I figured it out. I have this 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 business. And, and by the way, I'm super jealous of how he was able to come up with that. Uh, but then what happens is it's like, hey, listen, somebody needs to be able to run this. And, you know, we're, we're entrepreneurs. We got to, you know, we, we like our time. It's not just about the money. Sometimes it's about the time as well. So I think that's awesome story. And guys, as you can see, listen, you might stub your toe when somebody else like, you know, breaks their leg. Uh, problems you might be dealing with might be just, you know, uh, minimal compared to problems other people are dealing with. I mean, Sheridan has had, uh, has had issues that I think would derail a lot of average entrepreneurs out there. But obviously you can tell uh, based off the fact that he's on this podcast, he's bounced back very strong. Uh, so Sheridan kind of leads us into our next question. Tell us about your, your highest moment, the best moment in, in so far in your entrepreneurial journey where you're like, wow, if, if I died or, or the world ends right now, uh, this, this is okay. This is, this is pretty good. Uh, highest moment, uh, I'd like to think I haven't gotten to my highest moment yet. So that is my answer for that. But uh, getting fired from my job, honestly, was a pretty high moment for me. I was like, you know what? This is it. This is my time right here, um, but I can't. I can't just leave everyone with that because they'll be like, "Well, you got fired. That was your highest moment." <laughs> I, I would say <laughs> people will be like, "Who's this guy you had on here?" My highest moment, I think, is is there's a, a deal that I did where I bought some equity in a company, and the way that it worked was it was a loan. So I loaned them the money. They gave me equity and paid me interest in exchange. So I ended. It's like two separate paydays, but. That's just, well, two types of income. The second payday, the uh, the equity in the company actually will pay out dividends forever until they go bankrupt. So when I, uh, that was a very high moment for me was realizing, hey, you can, you can not, you don't have to just have equity in a property. You can get equity in a business. And if you set it up right, you can set yourself up to not have to run the business, not be the management or the CEO. Just have an equity stake in it, and you're going to get paid from all the profits. So that was a very high moment for me. Was realizing this is what I've been looking for. That's the uh, that's the American dream, right there, folks. So uh, very cool. And uh, you know, like we say, guys, entrepreneurship is a is kind of a roller coaster journey. You have highs, you have lows. 
Uh, hopefully, if everything goes right, your highs are always higher than your, your previous highs and your lows are never quite as low. So that's, that's fantastic. And Sheridan, uh, you know, it doesn't matter where somebody's at, whether they're, you know, six figure, seven figure, eight figure, it doesn't matter. I'm going to ask this question every time. Where do you want to be in the next five years? Where, what, like your five year vision, like where would you like to be, uh, in the next five years, you know, whether it be financially, geographically, uh, wh what do you see yourself doing? primary goal right now is to, by the time I'm 30, I want my net worth to be a million dollars. So that is my primary goal right now. And we're not talking about a seven-figure earner, like making a million dollars a year or anything like that, because even those guys, their net worth's not always up there. So I really want to stress the difference between net worth versus cash flow or versus anything else or income or revenue, all of that. Net worth is, is where I'm trying to get to net worth of a million dollars by the time I'm 30. So that's my goal. Very cool. Yeah, I, I got three years. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. And, and guys, uh, for those of you listening at home or driving or, or wherever you're listening to this, I know you might be thinking, hey, the sound is a little different. Well, we had some technical issues with my computer, but I'm actually really impressed with how this is coming out. I've got my phone hooked up. Sheridan's being a trooper. So if it sounds a little different on this episode, hey, we just roll with the punches. But uh, that's fantastic. Uh, great goal to have. And, you know, as far as net worth goes, like, like, like Sheridan says, you know, some people could be bringing in a seven-figure income, but we don't know what their expenses are. You know, we don't know what their liabilities are. Uh, I, I, a lot of people, you know, they, they spend and they spend and they spend and they, they raise their expenses as they raise their income, and that's not really where you want to be. So net worth, that, that's an awesome goal. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I think that's a great goal. And, you know, kind of moves us into our, you know, our, our last question uh, before we kind of wrap this thing up. Sheridan, uh, for, the, for everyone listening at home, maybe that doesn't know you or that's hearing your story for the first time, uh, what's one piece of advice you could give them, uh, you know, whether they're starting their entrepreneur journey or they've been at it for a little while, what, what would be a piece of advice you could give them? Uh, the biggest piece is ask questions. And you already said it, you know, and I, I had it written down on my notes to, to make sure that I cover it, but <laughs> you got it covered, man. It's, it's ask questions. If you don't know something, ask. If, you, if somebody you know doesn't know, there's somebody else out there who knows it. And if really nobody you know, knows it all, Google it, man. I, I'm so far, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants, man, and Googling everything I can't figure out. Because somebody out there has run into this problem before, and there's an answer somewhere, and you've got to filter through the people who are just talking about things they don't know what they're talking about, or people who have experience, and you'll run into that when you look for it, but mm. that is the key, man, is ask questions. Uh, how do I get financing for this new company? What kind of loan do I have to get? You know, how do I get some credit for my business? How do I get marketing? You know, how do I get my presence out there? How do I get my sales up? How do I get whatever it is? It's the questions and the why. Man, I always say why is the most important question. No matter what happens, you can ask the what and the where and the when and the who, but it's always about the why. And that's my favorite one to ask. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'd also say connect with some more people. All of these all the deals that have come to me so far have been through people that I know. And the less people you know, the less deals you're going to get. So um, if you don't, if you know people who are doing deals, but you can't do a deal with them, introduce them to people. That You can provide value to people by connecting them with your connections. And that's what I do. I get people who call me every now and then for deals when they have deals. And if I can do, participate, then I get first dibs. But if I can't, they're hitting me up. Because they know I'm going to find somebody and connect them if I know someone. 
You are, uh, in fact, quite the connector, man, and, uh, and I, can, I can speak on behalf of my wife and, and myself. We appreciate uh, everything that you do for everybody uh, that you're connected with. So, uh, Sheridan, just to kind of wrap this thing up, man, you have been absolutely terrific. Some great information. I know the viewers and listeners at home are going to absolutely love this. Uh, how would anyone listening to this episode six of the Friday Happy Hour, how would they be able to connect with you going forward via social media or what, what email? What, what's your, your best method uh, for, for somebody to connect with you? Uh, best me best method is going to be Facebook, which sounds probably silly, but if you shoot me a message on there and we vibe, I'll send you my number. Otherwise, I get hit up by a lot of weirdos, so, you know, don't take it personally. <laughs> it's, uh, it's facebook.com slash Sheridan Went, uh, and I'm friends with Jesse, so if you're friends with Jesse, you can find me. Sheridan is S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's probably the best way for people to connect. Uh, and if anyone's listening who's looking for deals right now, I can think of two off the top of my head that I know I'm looking for somebody. <laughs> there's, a, there's a deal... If you've got $10,000, um, we can pay you 10%, 12% guaranteed return on uh, interest on your on your money. for, And it's only for like, uh, I think, a year or two. And then we've got another deal. If you got $100,000 cash and you want to put some serious money down, we've got some inventory that's already purchased that we just can't buy it. So if you got $100,000, we'll double your money in 90 days. Wow. Awesome. So for <laughs> those of you that are listening... Uh, here, here are some opportunities. If you've always been wondering, hey, how do I get involved uh, doing these investments? Uh, here's your chance. So, uh, Sheridan, I want to, I want to first and foremost thank you so much, man, for taking time out of your night uh, coming on here. Obviously, we kind of had to do a little bit of a makeshift uh, MacBook Pro, man. I'm, I'm not going to give them a shout out at all for, for, for the issues that they're causing me. But, uh, anyways, guys, this is episode six of the Friday Happy Hour with Sheridan Went. Uh, from Navy to network marketer to serial investor. Hopefully, I, I know you, you've enjoyed this episode. And uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes or the, uh, the podcast app on your smartphone or tablet. And with that, we will see you next Friday on the Friday Happy Hour. Have a great rest of your weekend.